Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, and I know you will, too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, Abdul Keep Shabazz. The program is Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Merritt, we'll start with you. How in the world are you? Good day. I'm doing great. Just always so happy. <laughs> just, I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, somebody uh, who I don't have to count on that with is Abdul. How are you? Uh, I'm here today in a shirt and tie, so it means court today. Yay! Yeah, yeah, life is good. <laughs> We've got so much to get to. Let's start with the big announcement yesterday that came down yesterday being, I guess it'll be Wednesday as we put our podcast together. Merritt, we'll start with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holcomb coming out saying he supports the delegates making the lieutenant governor choice. That's Holcomb. That's Hupfer. We know they both don't want Micah Beckwith to be the choice, so why are they coming out in support of the path by which he would become lieutenant governor. I don't know. I, I think it's, it's kind of a strange situation because uh, Governor Holcomb seems to be on his way out of office. That's and, a shame. And, and why would he care? Uh, maybe it's because he's so close to the Republican state chairman and uh, that Republican state chairman has a connection to possibly a, a, a a uh, possible governor candidate and they feel like they can control it if that possible governor candidate can um uh will announce and and uh, has a chance for the system to give that uh brad chambers is who we're talking about ladies and gentlemen yeah and Possibly they understand that they can control a convention. Uh, Abdul, these are your friends. We know they're always <laughs> scamming and scheming. We know they're not just going to hand it over to Micah Beckwith because that's the last thing they want. They're plotting something, right? Well, uh, actually, maybe not because uh, it just maybe one of those cases where sort of the natural politics almost sort of takes care of itself. Uh, because one thing I've been uh, checking on is where the state convention is going to be next year. Yeah. Is it going to be Indianapolis? Is it going to be Fort Wayne? Is it going to be Evansville? And all indications that it'll be here uh, in Indianapolis because they always have – because they, they tried moving it to, to tried Evansville, tried Fort Wayne, but just didn't get the people from southwestern yeah, or northeastern Indiana to show, to that's show stupid, up. That's stupid, right? That was a stupid idea. Well, but no, no, I would say it was a, it was experimental. We tried it, you know, didn't necessarily work because once again you're talking like you know a six hour drive one one place to another just to to, to vote and have mm-hmm. you know have a party. Mm-hmm. So they're probably going to keep it here in Indianapolis. If you keep it here in Indianapolis, you got Central Indiana, which is a delegate stronghold for. For the quote unquote the establishment, so to speak, and so therefore you can control it. You can, you can control it a lot better if you have your people there, your people staying there from Marion, Hendricks, Hamilton, you know, Johnson, whatever counties, and where meanwhile people from Evansville or, or Northeastern or Northwest like ah, I don't feel like driving. I'll I'll, I'll skip it this mm-hmm. this it, go around. Merritt, is this a thing where Holcomb and Huffer have sat down because those guys share everything, including a brain, and they said, <laughs> look, the politics of this would be so bad. And we've already got the candidates for governor, for the most part, saying we support the delegates making the choice. Politics is going to be so bad, we might as well get in front of it, say we're for the delegates, and then try to scheme the system in our, as as Abdul's kind of mentioning, just get our people to run for delegate and we'll try to win it that way. Well, you know, it's a lot like uh, 
uh, you get in front of a posse and make it look like a parade. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I would assume uh, that uh, Chairman Huffer has heard from the flock and, and the convention, the delegates, uh, really exhibited a lot of power um, oh so few years ago. And, and they probably understand that the delegates have told them in the different lo- locales around the state of Indiana they want to make this decision. Uh, Abdul, uh, when is Chambers going to get in? I mean, we've been hearing this for a month now, and, uh, you know, I mean, not to say time is short, but we're almost to September, and all these other people are fundraising, they're doing events, they're getting out signatures. there. Signatures? Yeah, I mean, what, uh, that's well, right. signatures, well, signatures yeah, that's right, unless you're Todd Young, you got to get the signatures to get on the ballot, too. Yeah, so <laughs> what's the, what's the holdup here, uh, Abdul? Well, uh, probably what they're, what they're doing, because uh, I want to say, uh, Chambers officially resigned from, uh, the IEDC, I want to say last week, David Rosenberg, used to work for Greg Ballard, as you well know, is now mm-hmm. the new IEDC uh, chairman. Great pick. Yeah, so I'm probably saying they're probably going to take just a couple weeks just to get all their I's dotted, all the T's crossed, get all their county coordinators together, you know, get to get their fundraising apparatus together, get to get their potential donors all uh, sort of lined up. So when they make their announcement, they can say, hey, here we are. We file, I would say probably uh, between now and the end of September. Uh, it is State House Happenings. Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, Abdul Keep Shabazz. Abdul, I know you're going to hate to have to do this, but we're going to uh, discuss Todd Rokita here for a, <laughs> a few minutes. Theodore, what is what is the what in the world is going on with Todd Rokita and CBD? What is happening? Uh, well, if anybody could actually use some CBD, I would say it would actually be the Theodore uh, <laughs> Rokita, the the Attorney General. Uh, no, back in January, the Attorney General uh, released an opinion at the request of Doug Carter, State Police Super State Police Superintendent, and IPAC, the Indiana Prosecutor Attorney Council, uh, asking about CBD oil. Uh, CBD wait, is wait, 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 okay. Asking about CBD, hasn't that been legal for years now here in Indiana? Yes. And, so and, what, what are they and, asking about? Uh, they're asking, uh, can is CBD a controlled substance or oh. is it not a controlled substance? Give me a break. And well, so, and re- so because to- because and and that's <laughs> because of the the THC, uh, which is a derivative of hemp, uh, the the attorney general says hemp is marijuana. It's a Schedule One drug. You can't use it because the, the the logic is, you just like cold medicine is legal, but you can't make meth because meth is a controlled substance. They're saying the same thing. Well, hemp is a legal product, but you can't make tea, but you can't use it for marijuana purposes because it's a controlled substance. So, in a nutshell, that's what the attorney general's opinion said. Now, where where the controversy has popped up is some county prosecutors have literally come in and told CBD and vape shops, "Hey, you can't sell this product because it's a controlled substance. So you got to get off the shelf. We're going to shut you down." So that's caused a whole bunch of consternation. So a federal lawsuit has been filed by the Midwest Hemp Council to say, "Hey." You want an injunction to stop prosecutors from going after a product that is legal at the state law and at, at, at the state and the federal level. Mary. You know, it's really, it, it's not clear. Clear. Uh, the federal government legalized, and I'm using air quotes, with the Farm Act of, of years ago. And then the legislature kind of followed along. But there's really no clear uh, line in the sand about the CBD stores. And that's what... Probably the probably what the attorney general is going after here, and <clears throat> it, you're right. It has the, it has everything to do with the ingredients and CBD, and it's just a shame that we just don't regulate it and then legislate it and and uh, and sell it. And actually, it's, and something else to keep in mind too with uh, with marijuana laws, uh, while Congress has not decriminalized marijuana for the most part, they did because there's an amendment that's always included with every budget or reconciliation appropriations act. It basically prohibits the federal government from using federal dollars to go after marijuana yeah, yeah, possession, simple yeah. possession prosecution. So yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of like DACA. Yeah, it's bad. 
bad, yeah, but lo- as long as you do it, you're okay. Yeah, they're looking the other way. Yeah. Wait, wait. So, so this is a this just sounds like another example of Rokita being as unlikable as humanly possible. Like but I said, like, if anybody could use some CBD or THC in their life, it is be, probably uh, actually it's Mrs. Rokita. To because, be honest with you, uh, this has been legal. <laughs> this is legal now for many, many years. Correct here, e- even in Indiana, which is about as unforward un- thinking as you can possibly get on this stuff. So what? Rokita's saying, well, it doesn't matter that you guys passed the state law, and it doesn't matter that these people have built their businesses around the state law that has been passed. Screw you people. Uh, yeah, go get them, coppers. And and, 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 got, and, folks, and people have to remember, too, that in the, in the hierarchy of, of, of laws and statutes, state statutes uh, trump, pardon the expression, an attorney general's opinion. The attorney general's opinion is is, a, is, an, is an interpretation of yes. that law, yeah. and you can use it and present as evidence in court, but attorney general's opinion is not law. Yeah, it's like uh, the good example is when uh, Lockdown McGee tried to put you in jail for not wearing a mask. Curtis Hill came out with an advisory opinion that you can't do that. Holcomb pulled it out that of, out of the uh, executive order, but he didn't have to. He could have left it in there and said, well, we'll let a court figure it out if somebody wants to challenge it. The attorney general is not while he is the chief law enforcement officer, he's not the law. No, he's not. He's not a court, and he's the attorney general. He's not the legislature. As Abdul said, he interprets, and he just gets in the way. And, and I will say this. When we ran the story this week on WIBC, uh, an attorney general spokesman called the news uh, called the newsroom said, hey, we just want to let you guys know that, that Todd isn't Todd, – this is just an opinion. Todd, Todd's not responsible. Like, whatever. Just Well, anytime the attorney general, regardless of it being Todd Rokita or not, when they speak, it it makes news. And uh, he, he's definitely putting his opinion in there. No question about it. Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, Abdul Keep Shabazz. The program is Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. All right, the I Learn scores are out. They're not good. All right, Merritt, I will start with you on this because you were in the Indiana General Assembly for 9,000 years, and so you know how the whole thing works. <laughs> Sometimes uh, it felt like uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we keep throwing record amounts of money at public education. In fact, uh, not this most recent budget, but the what, I guess the one before that when all the federal money came in because of COVID, we were just mm-hmm. literally taking piles of cash and throwing them at public education with no accountability whatsoever. Doesn't seem like we got any bang for our buck. What's going on? Well, we have to play catch up. When those, when those uh, scores came out, those reports came out, it was really, really, <clears throat> to say the least, disconcerting. I, I did a little research, and we have spent hundreds of millions of dollars on learning loss. And they they actually call it student learning recovery grants. And it, it being, albeit uh, the federal government, the state the state government with the CARES Act, and and as well as what the state government's doing in the last three years. Okay, this is, so just to clarify for people, when you're mm-hmm. saying learning loss, you're saying because Eric Holcomb shut the state of Indiana down and, and kids couldn't go to school in person. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, very And good. we shut schools down. And yes. the state and the governor leading the charge uh, shut schools down. And Seems like that was kind of a bad idea. I wish somebody had told him that. Well, we're, we're uh, ricocheting. We're, we're, we're just completely off track with our learning with our children and reading is a big part of that abdul uh you're a professor uh i can't imagine being in your class Uh, i'd be fun oh no actually i think and here's the thing i think you probably hold students more accountable than maybe any other professor (laughs) in your uh, the various institutions with which you teach well actually uh here's my rule on accountability Uh, i tell my students in particular the concept of look you guys are adults i will treat you as adults i mean 
it's, picture this like a job. Now, some days you may not want to be here. You're sick. You know, got daycare problems, got car issues, or my personal favorite, Abdul. I just don't feel like looking at you today. <laughs> I totally understand that. I tell we all need a mental health day every once in a while. Does, so, does wifey think that? all the time? <laughs> so, so here's what you guys do: if you're going to be absent, email me. Let me know you're not going to be here, and find somebody to get notes for you. Find a note partner now, because a lot of things we do is based on what we learned the day before. So. I hold you and I hold you accountable by by basically saying, "Hey, if you're not here, you're going to fail." And I was I always look at uh, school attendance like ordering food. You wouldn't like this class going to cost you like say 150 bucks a day because college is expensive, yeah. ridiculously expensive. Would you go to dinner, order 150 dollars worth of food, have them bring your food, and then you get up and leave and not eat? If you wouldn't do that for dinner. Why do that for your education? Yeah, I think that's great. So I think you're uniquely qualified to answer this question because I know you are a big school choice advocate. You're a big charter school supporter. The legislature seems to be all over the map on on one hand, well, we've got to put more money than ever before behind charter schools and, and private schools and school choice because the public schools are failing. Then on the other hand, here's the gajillion dollars for public schools. Oh, that didn't work either. It, like, don't you have to kind of pick a lane? Well, it's funny because you funny brings up because I had a conversation earlier this week with Dr. Katie Jenner, uh, who's the superintendent of public instruction. We talked about you know school started, and we also talked about the the RE test results. And I asked her like, Dr. Jenner, it, it it seems to me that on the one hand, we were we're pouring more money in schools than ever before. So on the one hand, we're going up, but on the other hand, our test scores either staying plateaued or flat or going downward. What's going on with the, with this disconnect? And Dr. Jenner said, Abdul, we need all hands on deck. It's not just the schools. You know, we need parents involved. We need community groups involved. So the the question is, how do you increase the parental involvement for the kids who aren't passing? I read, I step, I I would I whatever I whatever you call it. Well, uh, <clears throat> Robert, because, because some at, parents, Jim, as you all know, you have class in their living room every day, and the parents still wouldn't show up. Right, but back, if if you look at 2017, the legislature uh, pretty much gave Muncie schools to Ball State University uh, within. 18 months to two years, uh, Ball State had Muncie schools eradicate a $12 million uh, red ink deficit. The scores were starting to rise. They had a uh, they had a, uh, a an appointed school board, a great superintendent, and things were on the rise, and and, and, and as well as test scores. Uh, it, it all depends on how uh, deep you want to get. I think IPS with their 19,000 students and 11,000 students that are in their innovative schools, uh, the 19,000 students ought to be deregulated. Let's give University of Annapolis, Marion University, Ball State University the ability to uh, run, Ball St- uh, run Indianapolis public schools and try it. Oh, so let's spin off onto this. Uh, I posted this photo. It got quite a bit of... Um commentary you always do well it's what i do i'm very uh i'm a very useful idiot on social media um that's what we call him gaslight gaslight kendall <laughs> uh so apparently the state teachers association the teachers union or as i dubbed them the angry red-shirted teachers they're all in on the republican party now they gave the state party like five grand for i was the, stunned by that for the uh spring what is this is it, what would this be the fall dinner yeah the it, fall dinner even in august they call it the fall dinner in mm-hmm. august have they been outside if you can't beat them uh yeah so what uh Merritt, i'll go to you first on this and then abdul what 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 is what is happening here? And shouldn't every conservative slash you know traditional Republican kind of raise their eyebrow and go, 
Why is the teachers union giving buku Dolores, as Jeff Spicoli would say, yeah. to the Republican Party? It's like we've talked about on this program. Uh, anybody that is uh, a governor candidate is campaigning towards teachers. Uh, you know, their pay is rising, but but it, it, they're just not going to vote in the Republican primary next year. So I have no idea what is behind that $5,000. Abdul, you're the man with the gossip and the rumor and the in- innuendo. What's up with it? Well, actually, I spoke to ISTA this week. Oh, <laughs> very good. Oh, I knew you'd I'm be so glad her. you're here. <laughs> I spoke to ISTA this week. I was like, hey, uh, to, to one of their spokespeople, I was like, hey. What up? Uh, yeah, what's going on? Like, I saw you guys donated to the Republican Party at their state dinner. I've never seen that before what's if he what is it, if you can't beat him donate to him I, I don't, what's going on here and he told me that they have donated before to republicans and democratic candidates it was just i guess that the 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 state party just put up all they just donated enough to become a bronze a bronze sponsor as opposed to a silver <laughs> gold sponsor they said they, they donated before it's like so we're gonna uh, probably get together and maybe talk like in the next couple of weeks about amongst once again school started and the whole political donation what's going on because Republicans have a supermajority in Indiana, and you, you, you got to do something. It, well, and, and this is a great—you just made a great point, which is they got to start stop talking at a both sides of their backside because you got to pick a lane. And it seems like the Republicans know what the right thing to do, which is the more choice people have, the more competition people have, the better it's going to be. It's just like business. They know what the right thing to do is. However, they're so afraid of those teachers wearing their red shirts and coming to the state house and screaming at them that they're trying to split this baby, and it just doesn't work. This doesn't make any sense because they've got a former superintendent running for governor on the Democrat side. <laughs> Wouldn't they put, put all the resources behind that individual? Who, by the way, is polling, by the way. <laughs> well, let, well, you just stole my thunder. Let's, let's get let's, – uh, so, so, I mean, it, look, I, I think a lot of people have been really upset knowing that Holcomb and Hupfer Incorporated – I mean, it's a state party function so that's that's clearly who it is Hupfer's the boss and Holcomb's the face these guys are so in bed with the teachers union now that they're like here here's five grand well the the bottom line is is there are over 80 uh charter schools in in the state and half of them are in Marion County and so uh choice is is on the roll and they've had a great couple sessions they're still not getting the same per pupil as um something like IPS that gets sixteen thousand dollars per student, but uh, but uh, choices is on the on the roll, and I don't think five thousand dollars gets you to see the table, but they're trying. All right, Abdul, you uh, stole my thunder. Went to the next thing I was going to talk about. <laughs> that is that Jennifer McCormick. If you, only could use his clairvoyancy powers to win the lottery. Well, if you could only use it for some good for me for once. How about that? Uh, hey, if I win the lottery, it's good for everybody. Oh, yeah, no, 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 that's bad for everyone. Trust me. Uh, okay, so what? Other than Nikki Blaine's, they'll they'll come out all right out of it. Uh, you you reported in the cheat sheet that Jennifer McCormick is doing some polling. What's going on with that? Uh, yes, uh, I got a uh, text message from uh, from one of my cheat sheet uh, audience members. Uh, by the way, I love the cheat sheet audience. Those guys are great. And also, after 10, Thank 12 you. years, Thank you. They, have, they, have, they, they know when they get polled or get something to automatically send it to me. So someone sent me their poll. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Like, in, in Indiana right track, wrong track. I think Governor Holcomb's doing. And then they did the comparison. You know, Suzanne Crouch, Jennifer McCormick, Mike Braun, Jennifer McCormick, Eric Doden. I think it was just sort of Braun and Suzanne Crouch were the two people that they that they polled. And I thought that was interesting. And then... Yeah, so I was like, hey, not sure, not sure. But then at the, at the bottom of the poll, they're like, hey, 
if you're still not sure, what if you knew that oh, Mike Braun was blah, yeah, blah, blah, sure. blah, 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 or Suzanne Crouch was blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. So it was a little bit of push polling at, at the very end to sort of, sort of jack up the numbers. Well, well, what's her what's her path? I'll give this to both of you. What's her path to win? Because we were talking about this yesterday. I got into a little uh, spat with our old pal on-demand abortion advocate, Destiny Wells. We had to do some <laughs> some TV together on Wish, and she was, she boy, that lady knows how to hold a grudge. She is still steaming. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess maybe she blames me for her election loss. I don't know. But if you ran against the worst, arguably the worst statewide candidate to ever seek office in our 207 years in Diego, and she could only get, she being Destiny Wells, 40-ish percent of the vote and gets beat by 14, what path does Jennifer McCormick possibly have? Because whoever's running on the Republican side will be way more confident than Diego. Actually, uh, I'm doing some analysis right now, and Jennifer does have a, a path to victory. It is like Luke Skywalker in Star Wars flying down the Death Star Canyon, but it is a path. And part of that path relies on Donald Trump winning the nomination and being convicted. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, the the interesting part about this is uh, ever since I started volunteering in politics in the 1970s, uh, the Democrats have had a solid 40 percent uh, uh percentage of the vote in, in every election does that still hold true so they only have to get 11 percent of the rest of the only only 11, only 11 percent of, of moderates and independents and i argue that uh jennifer mccormick could win the same way that joe donnelly won is that the republican candidate is so quote-unquote offensive to moderate independent sensibilities that they end up voting for 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 joe donnelly yeah, now, but how, now, how, how could anybody be more offensive than diego morales well the, the thing is too also joe donnelly had money to 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 get outside to, to get outside the central Indiana area to to run into uh, you know South Bend Evansville Fort Wayne et cetera et cetera, and I would argue that Destiny just didn't have the resources to compete outside of central Indiana. She needed those Evansville Democrats, so those north those northeastern moderate moderate independents. Isn't also part of the problem though that she was running for, and the Democrats always do this in this state, and they just need to shut up. If they would just shut up, they would be fine. She couldn't help it in the middle of the campaign. She starts, as a Secretary of State candidate, starts weighing in and advocating for on-demand abortion. And people look at it and go, well, Diego's a total buffoon and an idiot, but at least he's not for sucking the brains out of a defenseless fetus from conception to live birth. So I guess I'll go with the buffoon and the idiot. And it's like they've learned nothing. Well, also, uh, back with Donnelly, he had a very mad Republican Party he was running against. I think a lot of people... Uh, deferred to Donnelly that might have that were independents and and uh, moderate Republicans because Dick Luger was held high and I think I think Donnelly it was a perfect storm for him and uh, and uh, it, it it ended up being a great day for him that day and so that's why I say Jennifer does Jennifer McCormick first of all in politics anything is possible now, yeah. that's kind of rule number one mm-hmm. now anything being anything possible versus probability those are two different. Two different things. Yeah, yeah. There's a fifty-fifty chance I could look under this desk here and find a hundred dollars, but but am I probably going to find it? Pro- probably not. So I so I think from that perspective, Jennifer McCormick does have a a a, a path. It's a narrow path. To but then again, also too, you got to remember that we're talking like what an eighteen month, thirteen, fifteen month election. That's a way. From here, from here to November of next She's year. She's going to need a lot of breaks. Yeah. No question about it. Freedomfoodsindiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. Freedomfoodsindiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love freedomfoodsindiana.com, and I know you will, too.
It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com uh, Rob Kendall, Abdul Kim Shabazz, Jim Merritt, the program Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. All right, let's wrap things up. Let's talk about this Caitlin Bernard woman. Merritt, you were in the state house since the earth was young. What is the what is it called? The torch bearer, torch ward. What 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 is this thing? Well, it's it's an honor, and uh, there's a, an independent. And there we go with air quotes again, of a commission that 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 uh, was all set to honor her. It's for women, right? You gotta yes. be a woman. Yes. Now, do you have to be a biological woman, or is this a pretend <laughs> woman, or is like like what? No, what no, you can, no, you gotta have the parts. Oh, you, you know, I was deal? I was at the doctor's office the other day, and there was a box to check, and said give give us her gender at birth. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, I digress. Uh, Actually, that should be sex at birth because sex and gender are two totally different things. Okay, so so how do you get how do you so this is an award for women and they tried to give her this honor and of course Caitlin Bernard is this abortion or doctor who performs abortions and is very proud of it and will run to the media and talk about it. Really, in Indiana, that's who we're uh, three and a half million plus women in this state, and that's who we want to. Put up on a pedestal and go, hey, everybody, you should be like her. But, Robert, I'm as pro-life as everybody uh, is in the legislature, and it's it's close to 100% with the Republican Party. But if you're going to have an independent co- uh, commission, and uh, these people have come to serve on this commission, would you try to find a different way? To uh, handle this situation, so so and so I, she I, so she real quick just explain it. Right? She gets this by this commission, and she's nominated. And then I guess the the commission is not the decision maker because Holcomb came out and said, "No, nah, not doing that." And, and now she's not getting her award. Well, the commission is under under the auspices of the, of the Indiana Civil Rights Commission, uh, which is run by my good friend Greg Wilson, uh, who's a who's an appointee of the governor. He's been with governor been with Holcomb since Holcomb was lieutenant governor under, under Mike Pence, and so. Is it independent? Yes and no. It's it's independent until it's not independent. When the mm-hmm. government says no, we we probably don't want to do this one right now. Let's wait because uh, Dr. Caitlin Bear. I don't have a problem with her because I'm pro-choice, but that's just me here. But but the legal perspective and the, and the issues that she had being disciplined by the by the professional licensing board, the government's like no. We'll probably wait till next year. Mm-hmm. So, well, but, that, but that's again, it just totally flies in the face of what you claim as a legislature, as a governor, the values of your state are. I mean, this is what this woman's known for. It's not like she cured cancer or helped put someone on the moon or, mm-hmm. you know, any point in between. She is known and she is very proud that she is a person who performs abortions and she will flap her gums to the media about performing the abortions. Mm-hmm. How do you have a commission set up, which I guess is appointed by the government, and our state government has clearly said we are a pro-life state and that's who you're giving an award to well but also we also don't know exactly uh what else she's done what has uh, she no, great yeah, question she's done nothing well, well, she no, abortion well no she, she does more than that it's it's women's reproductive health which is a big issue and a big deal these days so what i would like to see is what uh what the commission's recommendations were and why they picked her and how does she earn it yeah and right. how does she earn it yeah. let's face it though if she hadn't gone and ran her gums to indy star because she's the doctor who did the abortion on that little girl who was who was tragically was terrible was raped in ohio and came over here for the abortion she would not be get, she would not be getting this award she got she got notoriety because she performed this abortion and couldn't wait to tell indy star about it how do you though how do you ask people to serve on commissions that are so that are quasi independent and they put their they put their thoughts their time into this complete situation 
and it just gets evacuated without really talking. There were commission members that have come out and said, you know, I've got no communication about this whatsoever. And and what? why would I serve on this commission? And I'm sure when the governor and future governors go and try to fill commissions uh, to, to um, work for the state of Indiana and probably on volunteer status, or maybe they pay for the parking, uh, how, how do you go in and, and do your best when you know it could be um, vacated by the governor? It, it just, regardless of the issue, uh, we need to have commissions that feel empowered. Uh, yeah, and maybe we should pick people, not just based for political reasons. Maybe we should pick people. Maybe this would be the best way to do things. Pick people who might reflect the values of the state rather than Holcomb and his goon squad picking their, their elitist buddies. Yeah. How about that? I could agree with that. Hey, well, well, if, if that's the case, then you, you probably want more pro-choice people than pro-life people. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. And I want that's to, good I, radio. I want to like you, so I'm going to end with saying. <laughs> that's, that's why we don't, that's why issue. We don't talk about because all this just pissed everybody off so we just let it go that's why we have the show hey you too you've been fabulous panelists today and we appreciate your kindness generosity and overall knowledge of the state of indiana jim Merritt, abdullah gim shabazz you are national treasures thank you my friends hey thank Thank you you. freedomfoodsindiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door no need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store freedomfoodsindiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love freedomfoodsindiana.com, and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. Freedomfoodsindiana.com. Rob Kendall, Abdul Keep Shabazz, Jim Merritt, program, State House Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Don't forget, you can find Abdul on Twitter at ATTYAbdul, at ATTYAbdul. Jim Merritt, he is also on Twitter at Jim underscore Merritt at Jim underscore Merritt and me while I'm the trifecta I'm on Twitter as well at Robin Kendall at Robin Kendall and as an added bonus don't forget you can hear me weekdays nine until noon weekdays nine until noon the Kendall and Casey show on 93.1 WIBC for Abdul Hakeem Shabazz for Jim Merritt I'm Rob Kendall you've been listening to Statehouse Happenings